Valentine's Day came and went and I didn't get you anything. That's because it's a bullshit holiday made up by the church to sell more saints. Anyway, thanks to Scribbles and Carlo. Hello and welcome to the Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. And today's Probably Bad RPG idea is Latin is the language of magic. Alas, your game is set in ancient Rome, so any time a character says anything, reality warps to accommodate it. This is actually how Rome fell, little known fact. Yeah, someone said that the Goths were attacking as a joke, but they said it in Latin, so they just summoned mm. a horde of Goths. You think they get used to having, like, folk in Latin, but apparently not. Maybe they were new in town. Mm. I just, I just like this idea. Like, because you make all these languages are magical, mystic languages, but. They were just languages. The thing is, the the nerd in me is thinking about like classical Latin versus ecclesiastical Latin because a lot of the time shows use ecclesiastical Latin because that's like Bible Latin. It's magica. It is magica because God gets involved. Like, is that why Christianity took hold in Rome because their Latin was more powerful? It's be- it's because they were able to say Christianity is the dominant religion in magic voice. I do like the idea of, of a world in which anything you say becomes true is either absolute chaos or children are very strictly controlled. <laughs> I feel it would just... I just don't think it would do very well as a universe. What? Like, I say things a lot, and if everything I said became true, things would be very bad. I have a proposition. Mm. You can't cancel out something that has already been magicked into existence. Okay, so we have, like, at least a universe isn't continuously imploding. Yeah, because you have games, I, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a specific game where, like, anything you say becomes automatically true of the setting but you can't contradict something that's already been made canon. Mm. So what if it's like that, and that's also why magic is less powerful? Yeah, as time goes on, more and more things are set in stone. Yeah. Like, I think the issue we have here is possibly we're getting closer and closer to making Mage D, Mage D Ascension again for those people who are listening going, that's just Mage D Ascension. But it's not, because in that one you can contradict things that already happened if you try really hard. Well, the thing is, I feel like in this world, you can contradict things that are, are known to be true. Mm. As long as no one has spoken the fact that it is true. Which presumably means there's one person who's just like, I need to go around saying all the important things. Like, has anyone said before that people need food to not die. Probably, but I need to make sure. But also, if you make an observation about a bad thing that is true, 
that just becomes true forever. Like, ah, oh, there's so much inequality in the world. That's it. Forever. There's now so much in it. That's actually where capitalism came from. Little known <laughs> fact. Like, what about subjective things? If I go, fat band is awful. I feel like because it's magic, I think that then becomes everyone perceives it as bad. Mm. You have, like, music agents whose job is to just find bands and say, yes, they're great, and then hope for the best. (laughs) One guy walking around being like, that band's music is subjective. Just to to maintain the balance. Like, one person said art is subjective. Um, (laughs) Before that... Everyone. Before before that, art was objectively good or bad. Yeah. That's why so much of what survives is similar in a lot of ways. It's not because, Mm. you know, people were learning from each other and gradually developing styles based on the people who came before them. It's because there was an objectively good kind of art. I wonder, like, what if I... Yeah, so Actually, I no, think... Actually, that makes me sound too much like one of those, like, return Twitter accounts. <laughs> we can conclude art was always subjective. You're welcome. Yes. Like, I, like, I feel like the alternate thing for this would be it's ancient Rome. Mm-hmm. And Latin has just become magic. Explain. As in, like, up until, like, 20 minutes ago, Latin was just just a language. Mm-hmm. And then 20 minutes ago, Latin became magical, so anything you said in Latin came true. And you have to figure out what happened while also avoiding destroying the world. I have an alternative. Mm. The reason that the Roman Empire expanded as much as it did was their entire elite spoke solely in the language of magic. Like, Latin was always magic, but people didn't really know about it for a long time. Mm. And someone eventually figured it out and was like, I am the king of Rome, and then became the king of Rome. Okay, I guess the way of doing this and creating a setting that doesn't immediately implode into nonsense is that, you know, not all Latin is magic. Mm-hmm. You can just speak Latin, but all magic is in Latin. So if you say the right combination of words, it becomes magic. So you need to figure out what combinations of words are magical to get powers, but also to avoid using them in re- like just everyday life. This feels like every D&D player who's like, well, obviously the verbal component for Eldritch Blast is saying Eldritch Blast. Hmm. Like, so, someone just put those words together one day and shot lasers out of their hands and was like, oh, okay, that one's magic. Write that down. Yeah, like, is it things that are, like, inherently related to, like, if I say fireball and that's when I shoot fireballs, or is it, like, if I say, hey, could you could you pass me the beef in Latin, I shoot fireballs? Well, that's why you've got to experiment. Hmm. Oh no, I lost my potato. Grant you wish, but because ancient Rome didn't have potatoes, no one ever found out. Suddenly, r slash never before said sentences becomes like magical experimentations. Like, well, this sentence was said and then this happened. Is it related? 
Yeah, there must be like you just... know ancient Roman Reddit. Yeah, you know, ancient Rome actually invented Reddit. The issue is they hadn't invented the internet, so they couldn't really do very much with it. Yeah, one of one of the magical phrases in Latin is, in fact, put it on Reddit. Mm. For any of the native Latin speakers listening, try this out. The native Latin speakers? Yeah, the native Latin speakers. All, several of them. If you were raised by the Pope, then you will have incredible magical powers. The Pope probably doesn't just speak in Latin all the time. No, he does. Um, <laughs> once, once you become the Pope, you have all the other languages sucked out by Jesus. Jesus, like, lives in the Vatican, like, in a secret room, and he eats languages. That's why he's so magical. <laughs> the big bad of his campaign is language Jesus, who's just eaten so much Latin. Okay, that one broke me a little bit. Like, he's not the son of God, he's just drank so much Latin that he's got incredible magic powers. Question for Catholic listeners, is the, am I going to hell for this? I feel like you're going to hell for other reasons. True. But it'd be nice to know, like, which one. That's, that's fair. What's the, what's the main reason? <laughs> but yes. But yeah, so in... Because, yeah, in, in one of the comments on this post when it was a Twitter post, apparently the Dresden Files is mentioned that wizards learn magic in Latin so they don't accidentally use it when they're talking English. Okay, so it is it is just combinations of words, but you put them in another which language. Means language. Which means magic can be in any language. I want to see emoji language, emoji magic. Emoji isn't a language, though. Is it not? It's a specific... Like, I'd say it's a dialect, arguably. I don't think it's a dialect. Like, it's a specific way of giving across information using words and symbols. I would give you... It's a writing system. Hmm. Anyway, either way, you can use magic with it. You just... Resurrecting like 2015 Tumblr at that point. Do you remember the emoji spell posts? I do. Bring them back. Eggplant someone's head clean off. One thing I was thinking is because Latin isn't a language that's spoken natively by anyone, and I don't think it really became. The language of magic until Christianity got involved. Maybe it's only languages that like no longer have people who speak it as a first mm. language. Gonna make English magical, I say, pulling out me axe. That might take a while. Uh, like I, I mean, you. it sort of makes sense that dead languages would have magic because, like, all dead things are often considered to have magic. Yeah. Like, 
I also like the idea of casting necromancy on a dead language. What if the older the like the longer the language has been dead, the more powerful it is? Like there's one archaeologist trying to translate like Neanderthal languages because if they succeed, they'll become the most awesome wizard ever. If you get the right combination of Proto-Indo-European words, mm. you just become king of world. Yeah. There was meant to be a the in there, but you know what? The title no. is now King of World. Like we that that's what it's in in the original Indo-European prove me wrong. <laughs> we cannot prove that Proto-Indo-European had a the. Proto-Indo-European had like four words and they were just become king of. <laughs> it was a very focused language. They they kept having to invent new words for people to become the kings of things. Mm. Like become king of horse, become king of wheat, and that's where gods came from. Yeah, that's why all gods speak Indo-European. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Should we move on to question? I'm not sure we prop. Like, I'm not sure we examined this so much as just went on some very very bizarre tangents. I like the idea of gods being Neanderthals. Like, they're the only beings that, like, have been around long enough to ascend to godhood. What about but, the other proto-hominids? Yeah, it'd have to be the earlier... Like, what is the first homonym? Hominid, even. What's the first homonym? Uh, that is... There are many different ways to define this. What's the first animal? Because if you imagine the first gods as like the gods as being trilobites, a lot of the universe makes a lot more sense. God is just the first multi-celled organism. It's mm. just two little cells from the sea. That actually, to be fair, that is a premise in the game Nobilis. Um, the 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 true gods are the gods of bacteria and so forth who far predate the much smaller more recent gods of humans in my defense i've never played nobilis but it sounds fun to be fair no one has ever played nobilis um <laughs> it's is a good game but it is designed for moon goblins from the planet venus as opposed to human beings no i really want to play it <laughs> if any of you have played nobilis Feel free to write in and tell us your lies. Or send us a, a moon goblin selfie. If any of you are watching this as moon goblins from the planet Venus... I mean, if anyone's watching it, we've got different problems. That's, that's one of the powers moon goblins have. Unless it's on, like, Windows Media Player <laughs> Visualization. Moon, if, I, if you say moon goblins can see podcasts in Latin, it becomes true. And we can't prove that no one did. Mm. Why are the moon goblins from Venus? You're the one that said why, it. Why are they not? Moons? No, it doesn't. <laughs> why are they not from the moon? Perhaps they emigrated. Yeah, don't be, don't be racist. <laughs> gonna be cancelled for hating soup and being bigoted against Venusian moon goblins. 
I, I wasn't expecting that soup post to be so controversial. Like, for people who are unaware, Pencil admitted to hating soup on the Probably Bad Tumblr. It's just awful juice. It's mostly people yelling at Pencil and one person declaring me their favourite mod by default. Um, but there are there are three people in the notes who agree with you that soup is awful. Yeah. Viva la revolution. So questions for real this time. Um, someone who wishes to remain anonymous has asked, I want your worst idea for an animal tamer. Give me your worst. Dog with pet human. So at, at the risk of summoning human pet guy, humans are animals. So I feel like the worst animal tamer idea is just like guy who gets up with a whip and a ch and a dining chair whenever someone makes an angry face towards them. In the hope of banishing animal pet guy, a human pet guy. So there was a superhero called a red bee, mm -hmm. and his power is he had the ability to control a bee, not bees in general. One bee, it lived in his pocket. Weirdly, and I think he's come up on the podcast before. Possibly, but yeah, I feel that guy. You you have trained this one bee. It has like two more months to live. Better adventure quickly. I like that one because, like, are you even an animal tamer at that point? Like, I feel like the phrase "animal tamer" implies you've done it more than once. Mm. Like, you're just a guy who tamed an animal. Like, I like the idea of, like, you've tamed an animal, but, like, your motivation is to get all of the professional animal tamers who t could just, like, condescend at you continuously to accept you and your bee. But, yeah, they're, they're just, like, you've got to train, you've got to tame at least one more bee. The word tamer implies that it's, like, an ongoing thing mm. and not just something that you did once. Like, what if I... Actually, I... There, 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 there. You do. I do. Like, what if I tame a beehive? I think that would be reasonable, because that's that's multiple animals. <laughs> Although then you get into, like, it's a hive mind? Yeah, what if I tame like, the is, beehive? Is this a world in which, in which hive minds really exist? Yeah, what if I tame the beehive as, like, an entity? As opposed to all of the bees? I think if you're controlling the swarm rather than individual bees, I think that only counts as one. Uh, what if I tame, like... Like, what if I tame multiple creatures but none of them are animals? Like, what if I tame attack Roombas? New worst animal tamer idea, attack Roomba. I, f I feel like it's got to be an animal to be an animal tamer. Yeah, but like, you know... If it's an advanced enough Roomba. Worst idea for an animal tamer. Golden Retriever tamer. Like, they're already there. You did nothing. Just a guy who owns a dog. Oh no, multiple dogs. Hmm. We've established it has to be more than one animal. What if I own a dog hive? What is a dog hive? 
So, are you aware of a beehive? Yes. That, but dogs. Like, you've got, like... I would imagine you've got, like, you know, bigger breeds for, like, warrior dogs and then smaller breeds for worker dogs. I don't want to see the queen dog. Queen dog is... I think queen dog, I'm going to say, is a golden retriever in a crown. Okay, what do you think about my setting where all animals live... All animals are used social. They all live in ant-like hives. Weirdly, I think I'd be okay with it if it was, like... A standard thing as opposed to just I've made dogs weird. <laughs> All animals except dogs. <laughs> I've made dogs weird from the other direction. <laughs> like your worst animal tamer idea, you've made dogs weird. In what way is up to you, but your goal is you have made dogs weird. I guess that's just, like, pugs. Yeah, some dogs are, are just weird. I tame only the freaky little doggos. Like, my, my parents' dog loves rubber ducks. Um, other dog ideas. Oh, wait, this isn't a dog question, it's an animal tamer question. Yeah. Deep sea fish. <laughs> Goblin shark tamer. You don't have time to explain that they're friendly because everyone's just like, that's a weird shark. Your arch enemy is a goblin shark tamer. <laughs> you make your animals fight. <laughs> but then you slowly fall in love. What I will tamer idea is apparently uh, enemies to lovers uh, rivalry with a goblin riding a shark. <laughs> Some... That's that's probably enough for someone to write a probably bad fanfic about the goblin, right? Yeah. It would be Every... a nice change from people coming into our inbox saying the shippers, because don't do that. I will kill you. Only ship the goblins. Yeah. Um the thing is, I'm genuinely I... struggling to think of like a bad animal tamer because most animals like are either just great in general or are useful to humans in some way. Toddlers. That's just humans again. Yeah, technically. Thing is, at some point, your tame toddler is going to become an adult, and no, then I'm... and then you've got a human pet. And then you go to jail. Yeah. Um. Which, what what animals are useless? Coral's pretty useless. Mm, coral is a useful indicator of a lot of ecological stuff, and is yeah for many things. Yeah, but that's just like you're not. It's not really going to come up in a lot of adventures. Oh, you just you mean useless specifically in an adventuring context? Like, yeah, I can't imagine a, like you know someone going coral get them. It very slowly starts to develop polyps in the direction <laughs> of the enemy. If your enemy is willing to stand still long enough. On the other hand, if you cast plant growth on it, that'd be pretty mm. rad. Like, is but it's. No, it's an animal, isn't it? You can't use plant yeah. growth on a coral. You can use animal growth on it. And normally animal growth doesn't work like plant growth, because that would be horrific. Well, no, but if you cast if you cast enlarge on a coral, something's going to happen. Yeah, the coral's going to get big. I was going to say earwig, but I feel like you could then like use use an earwig familiar to listen to stuff. Take mm. earwig on the conversation. 
Yeah, um, butterflies? Because they don't do very much. I think, I think they have the same thing as earwigs, though, that, like, you could listen hmm. through them. What's the most obvious insect? Uh, Goliath beetle? Hmm. It's big and red. Okay, butterfly, but you've tied, like, a boombox to it. <laughs> that would be a useless animal because it would not be able to fly. No, you you tamed you trained it so it's got really strong. Oh, little butterfly crunches. Actually, no. I think if you made your super, your butterfly strong enough to lift a boombox, that's probably pretty useful. It just flies around and punches people. Maggot. Yeah, I guess maggots. I mean, it would grow into it would become a fly eventually. That's true. And flies have the same sort of stealth thing. This is hard. What's the worst animal? Like, what, what, going the other way? Like, something really big, like a rhino? Because, I mean, it'd be useful for a fight, but it wouldn't be, you know, be inconvenient to have at other times. That's true. It's very, like, situationally specific. Yeah, like, you wouldn't really want, like... Like, it would be hard for you to sort of go to the shops if you had to keep a rhino within ten feet of you at all times. Why within ten feet? Otherwise, the taming wears off. That's like the radius. Is is this a canon thing? I'm not aware of. Or have you just decided this? Uh, this, that, that like I've just decided this. I said it, and now it is true. He didn't say it in Latin. That's what you think. It's actually like in those in TV shows in set in ancient Rome, where everyone's obviously speaking Latin, but it's parsed as English for the viewers. I have been speaking Latin this entire time. Okay. It's well, just parsed, parsed I, as English for the listeners. I appreciate Discord auto-translating it for me. But yeah, like, I guess a lot of animals become less useful if you have to keep them within 10 feet of you at, at all times. I know what the least useful animal to tame is. Pubic is rice. It? Oh yeah, that that is very situational. You can give someone one crab. <laughs> like, because they still can't leap very far. Mm. So you would still have to fuck them. Yeah. Which I have less useful than other insect options. I have the power that if I have sex with you, it's slightly more likely to give you an STD. But only a very mild one. Yeah. Like, I guess if, like... If you could train bacteria, <laughs> then that like you'd have to train a lot of bacteria. On the other hand, though, that is not an animal. I believe in it. You believe in its ability to change kingdom? Yeah. Like, all, all categories are fundamentally arbitrary. Everything's an animal if you try hard enough. Ah, the anti-Linnaeus has arrived. Yeah, that's why if you cast, like... That's why you can cast animal growth on anything, it's just most people don't bother. It, I am pretty sure animal growth isn't a spell. It's spell in 3.5. I don't know if it's still 1 in 5th edition. It's not 1 in 5th edition. Uh, because... You just have enlarge and reduce. Does that, 
does it in fifth in three point five at least make them like dire versions rather than just being big? Uh, it does just make them big. That's disappointing, but I understand them not wanting to create dire stats for every animal. Because in fifth edition they were cowards. Uh, it does specify that you can't um, use it to crush an animal. The animal bursts out of whatever cage it's kept in. What if you use it to crush an animal by making a different animal big and then having it step on it? Huh. So the rules just say, this spell cannot be used to crush a creature by increasing its size. It doesn't specify that that has to be the creature whose size you're increasing. Based on an incredibly pretentious reading of the rule... Well, what's what's the term for, like, a reverse loophole? Hold loop. I have found a whole loop. <laughs> I found a way that, technically speaking, this is much less useful. <laughs> um, it does increase any equipment the animal is wearing. So, yeah. So, at point, big... you only have a dagger. You give it to an animal. You cast enlarge. Now you have a greatsword. Um... Any enlarged item that leaves the enlarged creature possession instantly returns to a normal size to its normal size. So you have a dagger, you tie it to a mouse, you cast enlarge on the mouse, you grab the mouse, you swing the mouse as a weapon. Yes. Well think, think uh, if you attach it to a small enough animal, it's still gonna be fine, because it, it increases like one size category, doesn't it? Yeah. Technically they grow to twice their normal size. So if you did it on if you did it on a mouse, it would just turn into like a rat size. Yeah. You can still swing that. Um, I hope this answers your question as to worst animal trait tamer idea. Oh, that was the question, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, our next question is from sharkrad08222222. What are some quote-unquote bad Hunter the Vigil ideas? I haven't played it. So, so this, is, this is all pencil. I have. Uh, so, Hunter the Vigil is, is a game where you play monster hunters. And they sort of set it up so you're not necessarily trying to kill monsters. There are others that are trying to study monsters. There are those that are trying to film monsters to prove they exist. That I sort assume, of thing. I assume from, like, the vibes of the title that it's a Chronicles of Darkness? It is, yes. Yeah, it's saying Chronicles of Darkness. Um, and one of the factions, Ashwood Abbey, who has been dropped for second edition... Uh, is trying to fuck the monsters. I can't believe they dropped it. Yeah, uh, the, they have their own... Bon uh, in one of the supplements, each Monster Hunter faction got their own bonus rules, and theirs was Orgy, where you finally, for the first time in the World of Darkness, had mechanics for if your characters want to throw an Orgy. Um, and I feel that's probably the worst uh, Hunter the Vigil idea, and it was actually published. Um, like. I mean having met people who have World of Darkness or Chronicles of Darkness as their favourite game, I think the bad idea was to not include it in second edition. That is true. The bad idea was all the other Monster Hunter teams who aren't trying to fuck the werewolves. I mean, I'm, I meant more just you haven't given them canon rules for this, so there's just going to be a million homebrew rules for this. 
insist on playing your homebrew orgy rules in your in your Haunted Vigil game. But yeah, so other things that I would suggest are just your monster hunters never actually find any monsters. You're insistent that they exist, but every like, cl- like what's the word? Every hint that your hunters find, they track it down, and it's just Scooby Doo esque uh, landlords. Like, yeah, there are real vampires out there. That one was Old Man Jenkins in a mask. But next time, and next time, it's Old Man Jenkins again in a different mask. Thing is, this feels like a fun idea for a one shot, mm. but not for a campaign. Also, Monster Hunter Hunters and Monster Hunter Hunter Hunters. I like Monster Hunter Hunters. Yeah. Protecting the monster community. Hmm. Or like they're, they're... kink shaming the monster hunter community. <laughs> like they're very adamant on irony, so the vampire hunter hunters are coming after you with steaks and garlic. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, a human dies to a stake through the heart, too. Yeah. Uh, and humans die to silver bullets, actually, and being hit with cold iron. Actually, a lot of things that monsters are vulnerable to are just also things humans are vulnerable to. I guess with the cold iron one, it depends how hard you hit. Yeah. But yeah, humans are vulnerable to salt if we have enough of it. Like, I feel if I was hit in the head with an iron horseshoe, I'd probably die. You probably wouldn't be very well, for sure. No. But yeah, so the monster hunter hunter hunters. No, the monster hunter hunters. The monster hunter hunter hunters of a different faction. Are like... Yeah, they're all adamant on irony, so they're just going to track you down and beat you to death with an iron horseshoe, mm-hmm. uh, which is, of course, hurting them to hold. But they're very angry. They wear special gloves, obviously. Yeah. Oh, so made of iron. <laughs> but warm iron. <laughs> the, like, the Fae can protect themselves from cold iron by just having, like... A blowtorch and quickly heating up the iron as it swung at them. Before anyone messages us, I know what cold iron means, but this is funnier. Hmm. Like you know, it's 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 you know a lot of complex folk tales which are all contradictory to each other. Maybe they do just mean literally cold iron. I, I, I'm not a fairy. See, now I'm just imagining a group of monsters, of like, probably not monster hunters specifically, but like, there's all, all these ancient creatures with prophecies about how they can't be destroyed except under specific circumstances. They just go around finding the loopholes in the prophecies, like the whole, mm. oh, well, they had one foot on a goat and one foot in a bucket of water so they could be killed. Finding those kinds of loopholes in the various X mm. and Y will not destroy me kind of things so that they can take out the monsters. What I'm suggesting is a monster hunting puzzle game. Yeah, actually, I like that. Actually, no, that's a really good idea. It's like, yes, this monster can only be slain when it is either day, neither day nor night and they are on neither land nor sea. And it's like, okay, to a beach at the evening. I think my favourite version of one of those is you can't be 
in your home or out of it, and then they're killed in a courtyard of their house. Because they're like not in their house, but they're still on their property. Like, my favorite one is there's quite a lot of, like, things which can be slain by neither man nor woman. So if you have a non-binary monster hunter, you've actually, like, got a big leg up already. There's a... I think the other big one of that kind of vein is no weapon forged against me. Like, mm. cool. This This pointy stick will do it. If you go no no weapon forged by man, then you've got like double the options. Yeah, a lady with a pointed stick. Mm. The alternative is like monsters with like no gun can harm me, like just really straightforward like that. That's the thing they always say, like forged by man or forged against mm. me. It's always forged as well. Like, there are a yeah. lot of non-forged weapons these days. There's just one monster with no thing can harm me. I just like, what the fuck are we meant to do with this one? I can only be harmed by abstract metaphysical concepts. You start a whisper campaign against them and harm <laughs> them with misinformation. Hmm. No object forged on a Tuesday can harm me. I'll prove it's not true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess no weapon made on a Tuesday can harm me might actually be useful, because how do you know what day your gun was forged? I mean... Not forged, don't forge guns. You do have a six in seven chance of it still working, though. I, I like those odds. I guess only weapons formed on a Tuesday can harm me. Mm-hmm. Only weapons made on a Tuesday by someone whose name is Greg within the confines of the continental United States can harm me. I don't know, I feel like you've gotta go you've gotta go for a more unusual name mm. and place. True. Only a weapon created on a Tuesday by someone named Beryl in Antarctica. Can help yeah. you. Are there, are there still people called Beryl? There must, must be at least be one like person old, called Beryl. There must be like old ladies. A gun can only harm me if you swallow it and shoot it out of your mouth. The bloody said mouth. Yeah. I was thinking pulling the trigger with your tongue. Mm-hmm. That's the fun party trick. Hmm. Especially if it's after you've swallowed the gun. Yeah. How long is your tongue? <laughs> Wait, uh, I, I am one of the monsters being hunted. You can, you can just do that. Hmm. It hasn't come yeah. up. I also like hunting monsters, but it's just weird people. Like, that guy has a very long tongue. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, a lot of monster hunting is, like, you know, morally ambiguous. But then it's just like, yeah, that that guy can control 1B, shoot him. Yeah, like, how do you define a monster as opposed to just something weird? Mm. But that is... I imagine a whole philosophical thing. It is. 
they do get into it in the mon- in the witch hunting supplement as to are witches not just normal people who can do a weird thing. I I feel like when we start getting philosophical is the point to end the episode. So if you're hunting down the platonic form of the guts, then you are by definition evil. True. I guess if you hunt a monster and the monster is a philosopher and to first defeat the monster to defeat the monster you must first prove to the monster that what you're doing is morally upstanding. So thank you for listening. (laughs) Please feel free to send in whether you consider hunting monsters morally upstanding. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash probablybadrpgideas for bonus episodes, short RPGs, access to a Discord server. It it seems like we're good to continue also offering homebrew for now, so also homebrew. Uh, watch this space for the Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, if, if you have a question, you can send it to probablybadrpgideas on Tumblr, bad probably on Twitter, or probably about podcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I always like buffer when trying to remember the email. And remember to have a probably bad day. And remember to have a probably bad day. You fucks.